You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy (laughs) Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. We're here with Joyelle Johnson, Ryan Hamilton, John Laster, and, of course, my co-host, Mr. Dan Natterman. And you three were all uh, witness to the show of the century or whatever is being, the billion-dollar yeah. comedy show. <laughs> and so uh, I... Was been... well, why don't you uh, just briefly explain well, what Why that don't was. you explain it? And you're better at this than I am. Uh, okay. Um, well, what, uh, last week was it? Last week? I don't even remember what Two day it was. Ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. there was a. Wednesday. Now Wednesday we always night. get special guests that drop by here at the Comedy Cellar, uh, but uh, two weeks ago, uh, they all came at the same time. We had Jerry Seinfeld, Amy Schumer, uh, Aziz Ansari, uh, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle all stopped by on the same night and all performed on the same show. And, and Dave Attell. And David Tell. Well, I, I'm not counting Dave because he is not a drop-in guest. <laughs> Although he certainly... Technically, he was scheduled. And, and, he was and, scheduled. And so was Ryan Hamilton, and, who's sitting Ryan to Hamilton. my left. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't mention his name either. <laughs> because these are not drop-in guests. And? and Was Joyelle on the show? I don't believe so. Joyelle was on the show afterwards. Oh. The, the next show. The okay. late-night show that was sad. Afterwards. Uh, <laughs> Very sad. And... Um, it was a historical event. It got Noam a lot of uh, press. Well, it got the club a lot of press. It, uh, yeah, it was it was the all-time most uh, most uh, noteworthy event we've ever had on yeah. the world stage, I would say. And uh, and 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 John Laster got his uh, tweet. Uh, t- uh, John was the host of the show. Published all over the around the, the world. Around the world. Yes. So anyway, so what what do you guys want to what, what do you remember about it? What I mean, you must be telling this story around. What, when did you when did you understand what was cooking and what was about to happen? Um, you know what? To be honest with you, um, I, I thought that I was told actually because they were all here that 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 show definitely wasn't going to happen. That there was no room for them, and it, because there were so many of them, some of them had to go on the next show. <laughs> well, actually, because I only I knew that Amy was here or Amy yes, was coming and not going on. And. I, I, I thought she was going, but I, but I knew that. Then how did they all trickle in? Do, were you, did you? A- Amy was around the corner. Uh, Dave and 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 Seinfeld. Seinfeld were shooting a late night show. Dave Chappelle? Were they on the Tonight Show? Uh, I believe Fallon. Oh, Fallon, yeah. Fallon yeah. with the First Lady. Uh, right, and and then Aziz was getting ready for SNL. So wait, so Dave and and Chris came down together. Dave and and Seinfeld. Dave came. and Seinfeld came down together. Yes, I believe. Yes. Okay. Um, Amy, and Amy was around Amy the corner. Amy didn't know they were coming. No, she was around the corner. Yeah, with uh, with Colin. Oftentimes, these famous people do come in clumps. We see twos and threes <laughs> quite frequently. That's but true. this was the biggest clump we've ever had. It was a perfect, they do it was tend a perfect to come storm. In, they do tend to come in clusters because they all hang out together. Or, or they all call each other up and say, hey, I'm going to be at the cellar. And then Aziz was prepping for his uh, SNL Aziz that week. was getting ready, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, getting ready for SNL. So he was already on, and so was Attell. They were both on the docket anyway. And had and Chris also just walked in by accident? That sounded like, to me, like Dave might have called him and said, hey, we're going down to the cellar and meet us down there. But I'm not sure of that. Or maybe Amy. because preparing for yeah. his yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about Dave Chappelle. Let's distinguish between Dave Chappelle and Dave Attell. Yeah. So were they all sitting here yes. at the table? Yes, yes. But when I walked in, you know, because I have to get the rundown to know who to give what time, because the show's got to try to come in on time. But I was told they're definitely not all going on. You know what I mean? So when I asked, hey, 
how much time should I start cutting? Because they give me a little leeway. You got great people that work for you here. They trust me. I was told, do all your time up top and let Ryan do his time. No way if all of them are going on, the two of us get to do all our uh, time. Can I ask you which one of my great people told you to do that? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a pretty, pretty, let's not leave any options open for ourselves. <laughs> Dumb advice. <laughs> I would have told you do very little time, and if there's time at the end of the show, you can do more time then. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, why well, I get, that's why I get the big well, I mean, but, but I mean, Amy definitely was wasn't. Was that Val? That sounds, like, that sounds like a vowel to me. You know, it was a guy. I forgot his name. I haven't seen. I haven't seen him here recently. I, I don't. I don't, rec- I don't recall his mad name right now. Well, because uh, now I know who's to blame for all the people that had to wait outside. But go ahead. They told me that uh, I would be doing ten, and I think I got off right about ten. You let me, and I got off right away. Yeah. So I didn't do my full fifteen. He did fifteen at the top. I actually, I actually went through the audio today to. Uh, Cause, cause I cut all out all the intros so they can cut them into this show. Yeah, and I'll, and John did a, a full fifteen at the top. Right. Okay. Yeah. And no way I would have done that had I. You know what I mean? No, it was. I'm, but yeah, I mean, it had, it, there's, <laughs> there's nothing bad about that night. No, but I, I'm, I'm just saying this. No, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm only making that point to say that there's none of us knew when the show began that that was coming down the pike. And Val obviously didn't even realize it was a possibility <laughs> that any of the five most famous comics in the world. Would be here any, for any other reason other than the borscht. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say about, about John's set. It, oh, we, we, we do have uh, truffle fries, but go ahead. Oh, uh, John's set, see, it seems like the audience, even though this was this crazy show that they didn't know was happening, the audience was stellar from the get-go. Did you feel that? Oh, yeah. Because when I got up, I thought, John just crushed. And then I got up, and they were great. Yeah. And which is often in the first spot, you don't feel like it's... Like, like it takes a minute. Yeah. Well, he did a solid 15. I have, yeah. I have to give him that. I listened to it. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was great. He's the best yeah. host. Yeah. Well, Ryan, do you often get the first spot? I go first often. I, I get moved all is over it, is the place. That, I, is there, is there, are there people that SD prefers to put on first? We'll, we'll get back, of course, to the, the people who are respectful and don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> the I, non-squeaky wheels. The non-squeaky wheels open the show. No, nobody the, wants the greased wheels. <laughs> we I hate to say it. That's punished. really the truth. Uh-oh. I'm being summoned. Bye, I'll be back. Well, I'll be back. You know, oh, John. I know. Columbia, you're... I'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Just for for the audience, no comedian likes to go on first before the audience is completely warmed up and at ease. And uh, so yeah. what Noam is saying is that those who don't complain about it often get that spot. I, I, I'm disproportionately represented among first spotters. You're, you're, you're a similar type. You don't, you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't bitch. Now, but that night didn't feel like it was a first spot. It felt Well, sometimes great. that happens. Sometimes yeah. it's from the first spot. Also, for first spot, when I, you invite people to come to the show, you feel like it's not as impressive when you have the first spot because in the mind of the audience, I'm assuming that they figure the first spot is not as good. It's an opener. It's an opener. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, there, there is that issue. Joelle, you were on the show following. The, I've, the, I've never the, seen her perform. Well, she's relatively no. new here. <laughs> I'm very new here. I just got past here a couple of months ago. So. I, I should have seen you by now. I'm sorry that I haven't. I'm sorry I mispronounced your name, too. Oh, it's I, okay. Janelle's actually another female comic, and we get No, confused. I think I said Jarrell. No, you said Janelle. You said <laughs> Janelle. <laughs> So oh, you know. okay. Because I, yeah. because I thought I was like my, my son is so into Superman heroes. I thought I just said Joe, oh. like like. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am one of Superman's siblings. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, I usually get the first spot a lot as yeah. well. 
Um, but I had to do the show afterwards. And I actually got some good energy because everybody was anticipating. But did, like, did oh any God, special guests come to the show after? Absolutely not. Uh, they were all at Bru Blue Ribbon. <laughs> they, well, they all hang out together. When you're famous, and we've discussed this before, all of a sudden they're all friends. Uh, uh, People that would have no, probably have nothing to do with each other. I mean, since when, you know, was it, are Aziz and, and Chris Rock, like, why would they be friends? Other than they're both part of the same fraternity, a famous, you know, which I guess is reason enough. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that, I've said this before, I think, I think that being famous is very hard on the famous, even though it sounds, and that they are, are comfortable with people who understand them. Yeah, uh, you know. yeah, I would think so. Well, I don't know if it's hard, but I do think there is a certain understanding that they had. They know they're at the same level. They know that they don't necessarily like if they're hanging out with me, they might think, oh, Dan's trying to angle, get in, trying to get something, you know, yes. potentially. And, and right. which is which they'd be absolutely right. Um, well, I'm not generally a good maneuverer <laughs> in that respect, but I would be thinking it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would definitely be thinking it. I, when I have conversations with Judd Apatow, it's like the elephant in the room. We're, we're talking about the weather and it's like, all right, dude. Uh, you know, you could change my life, and you're not doing it. <laughs> Listen, all and, and that's what's going on in my mind. I, I think that comedy is very uh, more than almost most arts. Is a very, very much a meritocracy. No matter what everyone says, uh, you, you know, you, you, you're going to set me off. Let me finish, and you're going to get a whooping. If if you <laughs> no, you don't know where I'm going. If you, uh, I if, hope, I if, hope it's if people all over the world are downloading or, or, or streaming your YouTube clips alone in their room and listening to what you say and laughing at it, you can't fake that. So the, all these people, they really are funny, among the funniest people in the world. However, when you sit at the table with them, the laughs that they get from the people around them do, are not warranted by the quality of, of the transcript. <laughs> the transcript is not warranted. When you are super famous, everybody just laughs. It's like, right? It's like, yeah, and, it, and they know that too. Yeah. And they know that their impression becomes well, distorted. Like, it's, yeah. it's a whole thing, I don't know if know? they know that or not, yeah. to be honest with you. But. I have not seen one of these famous people have a joke that fell flat since they became famous, all right? That's right. just not possible. <laughs> Somebody always is there to, to, yeah. to laugh for them. And it I, happens with the audience a little bit, too, in the beginning. In with the audience, too. Yeah. But at the table, forget about yeah. it. You think, you think Natterman's going to like, ah, you bombed. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only person who has the balls to do that would be Keith Robinson. Yes, that's true. I do want to discuss an interesting point that does happen here when we have the show went, the second show, I assume, that you did, Joyelle, the show after the billion-dollar show was called. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure who called it that, but somebody did. Chris the Rock. New York Times? The New yeah, York Times. on oh, stage Dave, someone said that. Dave's headed. He I, said, you've seen a billion dollars worth of comedians I thought here. it was Chris. It was, I, I'm pretty sure it was Chris. It sounds like Chris. By the way, that billion dollars is heavily weighted towards Seinfeld. I mean, he's he's most of the billion right there. <laughs> he is. I, I know what you're thinking about, Jews. Just keep it to yourself. But Dan immediately opened an Excel spreadsheet and tried to see if it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was I, was, I was actually trying to think. I was like, who's the poorest person in that group? Like, who's the poor person? That's an interesting question. Especially after... Well, so, so the Jews oh, only oh, think oh, about money, but Joyelle was immediately thinking, who's the poorest? Black people think about money Black people think... Time. How about everybody thinks about Joyelle money? Joyelle was, was worried about who was the poorest. That's that was my thought. I was like, who was the poorest? <laughs> she, she wasn't worried I knew, about... I knew the Jew was the she, richest. She wasn't worried about it. She was simply she was pondering it. And the answer to your question, by the way, of who is the poorest of that group is probably Mr. Aziz Rajiv Ansari. Okay. Who I don't knows? know if that's his middle name. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question. Uh, well, I, I figured it was between those uh, It's two. Aziz or who's the other one that you thought might be? Schumer. Um, 
Well, look. After I the, think Schumer is rich. I think Schumer might be richer than Chappelle. After the Netflix no, no, deal. No, not after the Netflix, after the Netflix, Netflix not, deal. Well, Sh- Schumer got a Netflix deal too. But anyway, uh, so you did the show after the Billion Dollar Show, and it started very late, right? Is that correct? Started very late. Okay. Yes. Now, so here's something that happens at the cellar that I we've discussed, but I think is interesting. Oftentimes, there'll be a show with special guests. Now, the special guests get to do as much time as they want. So what happens is, is the show with the special guests goes long. It goes longer than scheduled. So the people waiting for the next show have to suffer the indignity of waiting outside, whether it's cold or rainy, whatever. They're waiting outside because of a show that they won't get to see. Now, they have to wait to go in... And, and oftentimes we'll see a show that's not anywhere near as good as the show that caused the, sh- that caused the lateness in the first place. Yeah. So I kind of feel bad for those It's people. a shit I end totally of the stick situation. It's a shit end of the stick. So, Noam, you as the owner, uh, how, what are your thoughts about that? Well, what can I do about it? I, I, I did ask Liz to email everybody on that show and invite them back to another show for no cover charge. That's beautiful. That's nice. Yeah, and, and beyond that, I mean... Um, what about the possibility of offering no cover for the, for the given show that started late? Drink minimums, of course, still will apply. No. You, you say no to that idea. No, I, I don't think that a, having to wait a half an hour warrants a, a free night. Well, it's I, not free. They will still be a cover uh, applied. I mean, a, a minimum, a drink minimum. No, no, it's a two-way. We, we barely have a drink minimum. No, I, 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 I don't... So are they coming back for free? Or they can they're... come back. They can come back for no cover. Yeah, because okay. the reason is because most of them aren't coming back for no cover. Like probably won't take you up on it necessarily. No, they, a lot of them will. I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't want to. I would I would have bought everybody a shot or something like that. Uh, listen, the, the cost of giving everybody no cover in one night is more than I was ready to do to make it up to these people who have been inconvenienced, but not horribly so. You know, not not in a way that. Uh, I'm not going to give them a free night because they didn't get to see a show, which was good. Essentially, they've been inconvenienced by having to wait, which we've all been to restaurants and had to wait. Yeah. For, nobody ever gives us a free meal because we had to wait a long time for our reservation. And they knew what was going on, and they were inconvenienced. And whatever, come back again, and we'll, we'll take care and of it. And there's, there's two ends to it, too. The people, like, maybe you get to see the billion-dollar show next time you come. Like, you, there's a kind of a rip. People come here knowing that they may get to see something like that. Keith! Wait, come here. Wait, well, wait, Keith wait. Robinson, I'm assuming I can't see, but I, when you yeah. say Keith, wait. I'm assuming Keith Robinson. Keith Robinson I just, yeah. I just, has just, I just arrived. said you were the only honest man in comedy. <laughs> well, I have a. Keith, yeah, you damn right. Can I tell you why? Why? Because at a table of famous people, yep. the only one who will, who will say, you bombed, it's not funny, is you. Everybody laughs at, at, at anybody famous's joke. Doesn't Absolutely. I, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you're not afraid of anybody. I, why would I be? <laughs> <laughs> it's we, really true. We, we, we got we, a lot of years in this business. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we were discussing how all these famous people that come here are all friends, like, you know, Aziz they're and Chris. They're not friends. <laughs> I, they're not friends? Aziz and Chris Rock ain't they're friends? They're money friends. Well, yeah. What does that mean? That means they got money. They feel as though they're equal in stature, equal in money. But they're not equal, and they, you know, they're not really friends. So, so Chris Rock and Aziz, uh, when I don't they go, believe they're friends. Well, they went to dinner together, didn't they? Or they, so I heard. They, they do that now. Okay. Well, there's a. What, re- what, what do you think they talk about? Ah, uh, that money. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell the you people. I was there. <laughs> oh, you were there. You were there. Yeah. What do they talk about? Oh, what you. They talk- uh, I'm sure they I won't mean, mind. Wait, you were at the Blue Ribbon <laughs> Diner? Yeah. But this yeah, is interesting. Yeah. How did you get that invite? 
uh, I'm friends with Dave, so that's the only way. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Okay. That's the only way I, I would get an invite. And then when I came and sat down, he was like, great, Joelle, you're taking Aziz's spot because Aziz had just left. So had he still been there, oh, I Aziz would not there. have been so able was to you, sit down. So who was at the dinner? Um, uh, Chris, Amy, Jerobi from A Tribe Called Quest, um, Dave's wife, Dave, and his publicist and friend. Uh, and me. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they formed like a... A like bit the of a Justice League or something. <laughs> yeah, that was like, the Justice League. Hey, the Avengers. We, yeah. We, hey, we all have money. Let's hang out. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, they bugged me. Like a super group. Yeah. Like <laughs> Buffalo Springsteen or something. Yeah. And they call each other. But, Springfield. <laughs> it's okay. But, is it so, but isn't it true that it, it's hard for people who aren't on, not for you, because you have some, you, will, you know, you're gifted in a way that you're able to somehow be okay in those situations. Be a, what do you mean, no? <laughs> but isn't it no. hard for people? Like, was it hard for you to be with those people? Were you oh, just, I just shut the fuck up. That's what I'm I saying. I just shut yeah. I, And yeah. it was funny because Chris actually mentioned he was like, he was on the set of Harlem Nights for one day. And he's like, when Richard Pryor and Red Fox are in your presence, you shut the hell up. And I was Wait thinking that while I was... But, but <laughs> Keith wouldn't, but I, but I know better. At that dinner, Red Fox or Richard Pryor wasn't in the set. No, it's a difference now. For me, oh. is it a difference? No, you got to be honest. It's Chris and Dave for me. Dave, they're, Dave, they're my Dave number two and my number three. Hey, Dave and Chris, who else is on? <laughs> oh, it's Keith. Keith is really evil. <laughs> oh, for sure. I've known that for years. No. Oh. But Keith wow. really, Keith really, truly is one of the only honest. We don't. I, I've said. I think I said it's like. I I'm not comfortable actually sitting alone with many comics. Like, I'll usually get the hell out of it. If it's just me yeah. and another comic, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm totally comfortable sitting alone. Keith is one of the only people I could I could just sit alone with And that's the table. because he's completely honest? Or why is Because, it? yeah, he's just like an everyday guy to me. It's I'm an like, everyday guy, Ryan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. Well, I hang out with Keith alone. I feel fine, too. Well, let me put it this way. Never, Keith never kisses my ass. That's for sure. Uh, right? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but, but that, I'm saying that's, oh, that, gotcha. that's on a small scale. No. What these yeah. super famous, like, Keith yeah. is like, I don't give a shit who you are. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. And we also, you know, we talk about some of the same stuff. And we well, there's, there's, I think, quite a few comics that don't kiss your ass. I'm, I don't know what nah, it is. I'm he t- knows when they kiss an ass. It's a lot of my CM too. Yeah. No, kissing kissing ass is actually a vulgar way to put it. And it <laughs> what was the joke I made about Ryan Hamilton? Uh, uh, go ahead, Dan. I'll get no country. Go ahead. Say something. Oh, earlier? Oh. Uh, and, and, and you were the punchline. Uh, it was really, I'm the punchline a lot. One of the funniest well, things I've ever heard. Ryan, it was a compliment to you, actually. Ryan oh. is nice. He stays nice. So it's hard to tell if he's kissing your ass. <laughs> no, right. Uh, uh, Come on, that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> Keith, this is actually yeah, the only honest comedian. Ryan. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, Ryan is not invited into that inner sanctum because of his, he, he's so, um, so real and so nice and so genuine. His Twitter following is too small. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the bank account, Dan. I would have thought, no, but I would have thought. I would have thought that somebody would want to take Ryan under his wing because, look, a lot of funny people out there. But somebody as nice as Ryan is, is, is incredibly rare. Somebody as real and honest and genuine as Ryan is incredibly rare. 
far rarer than somebody that can kill on stage, which Ryan happens to do as well. Well, that's very flattering to say. I don't know. A lot those guys. I've been uh, a lot of people have been I mean, nice to me and taken me under their wing. That's right. And yeah. I think Michael Che is an asshole. I'm fed up oh, with Michael Che. <laughs> Michael he hates hey, women. You don't have to be on the show, but I don't like it. all of a sudden you're famous and now you're doing like the public charity stuff and all that. Look how good I am supporting Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I, I never thought you'd do that. I'm just trying to do my part. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like guilt. Yeah. If it wasn't for Planned Parenthood, I would yeah. be Michael Campbell, the real funny dad. Is that your last name, Michael Campbell? That one is Michael Che Campbell. Ah, uh, Che is a way cool name. The more you know. Is Che yeah. your, your middle name? So I just found out that my 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 wife's having a boy. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so we're gonna name it after my my grandfather's name was Benjamin. So it was Benjamin Dwarman. So I wanted his initials to be B F D, like big fucking deal, which I think is cool initials for a kid. <laughs> so you know what his, you know what his middle name's gonna be? Flash. Wow. I'm gonna name what? It's gonna be Benjamin Flash. No, I don't read mine, but I'm, I'm pretty Dorman. sure that <laughs> Keith <laughs> Robinson thinks it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what? when you were growing up, what would be cooler than to have a middle name Flash? Oh, yeah. man. You guys are against it? I'm not, I don't I'm, really care what you guys say. Michael, not. you're famous. What do you think? <laughs> but you know what? We don't, your opinion we don't respect his fame just yet. We don't respect it. How famous is Michael Che? Because I don't see it in this insular world. I can't tell. Dan just said you're not famous. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said I can't tell who's famous. All right, who here thinks Michael Che is famous? I do, I do, I, I do. think he's famous. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> is, but it, is on the famous. scale of one he's to ten. He's standing right there, Keith. <laughs> on the scale of one to Chris well, Rock, he's, a, he's a, a, a 5.5. But, 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 but still pretty good. Yeah, no, no, no. still pretty famous. See, when you said 5.5, that's the highest you think you get you mean three. No. Yes. Okay. Anyway, for the rest of those numbers. I, I'm going to so, tell, tell you what it is. I can't, we can't, you and I can't judge it because we're too old. When I was a kid, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live was a huge thing. If you were the weekend update guy on yeah. Saturday Night Live, right. that's real fucking fame. You're still buying Marvin Gaye albums. You don't know. Yeah, what but the but SN, I, I don't know that right, SNL. Right. I don't know that I don't know that SNL has that same uh, power that it's it does. That I don't know if it does or it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Joel says no. <laughs> I mean, the, the I don't think the broadest appeal. Well, I think TV in general is so fragmented that any one show doesn't have the same impact that it used to. Obviously. Well, it, it's come. It's research, with, with Trump. I think there's been a big research like there was back when Tina Fey was doing Sarah Palin. It's like it's, it's SNL is really yeah, hot right now. Yeah, it's all over the internet and everything. So, yeah, I think so. What do you think of Flash, uh, Keith? No, Flash is something that a Puerto Rican names this kid. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we don't talk that way. <laughs> but uh, my it's wife not. is Puerto Rican, <laughs> by the way. By the way. And uh, I, listen, I, I think that it's kind of a cool name. What's your middle name? Flash. Oh, it, is, it is cool. Great nickname. It is cool. There is always a danger because it's I, cool. I. But it, you know, can a kid really? Kids like to fit in. They like to be like every other kid, and every other kid is not named Flash. Which, now, I know exactly I think what you're it's saying. It's cool if he's going to be jumped into a gang. <laughs> what this, is what Dan gang? Is, this is what Dan is trying to say. If you if you were a black guy, it would be one thing. 
but when you have a nerdy little son named Flash, people could just say, oh, did you see Flash running? <laughs> <laughs> came in again, came well, in again last, Flash. <laughs> well, that's, that's another good point. <laughs> if he, that's what Dan is. It's a big risk. It's Actually, big that's risk. not it's what risky. I was saying, yeah. but that's a very good point. What I was saying simply is that it's unconventional, and kids don't want to be unconventional. If, if, uh, if I was name Hussein Bolt names his kid Flash, <laughs> no one's going to say a fucking word about it. No. <laughs> very but, true. but if he's not fast, he's black, then, you know, Bolt. that could that could be... Uh, is Bolt his real last name? Yes, I, think, I believe so. Yeah, so Flash will be my kid's real name. Maybe he will. Maybe he will be a, a, a sprinter. Nah. <laughs> That's racist, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Have there been any Jewish sprinters? Yeah, in Israel. Well, uh, <laughs> in the Jewish Olympics, the kid will only be half Jewish, yes, of course. They, they were. And uh, well, probably not at the at the highest levels. No. No, they have been. We don't excel at athletics. Uh, uh, no, they except, s- except statistics of athletics, like Lenny Mar. <laughs> no, Sandy Kopacz was Jewish. Yeah, of course there are, and Mark Spitz, and there there have been you know. Oh, well, Mark they, Spitz, that's right. Yeah, and there've been very, but that's not what we do best. I don't believe what we do best is, uh, among other things, wi- wisecracking. <laughs> Money. Joyelle said money. Receiving sand in the face. I don't know what you mean by money. You mean making money, counting money, everything. Everything. All right. Well, I don't know. You know, that's a little. That's slightly controversial. That's slightly controversial. Well, it is. It will be when Esty finds out you said it. Happy Esty. Thank you for everything. Esty has a great sense of humor. Joyelle, I believe, I think, is into Jewish men. I'm not quite sure. I am. I have a date with one tomorrow. Why? Joyelle's a black woman, by the way. Joyelle's a black woman. In case the name Joyelle Johnson didn't give you a clue. Yes. What is it about Jewish guys that you like? Probably that, that you money? don't look like my father. <laughs> is your father Jewish? No. Oh, you don't look oh, like your father. don't look like your father. Which is why a Jewish man would be attracted to me. Because you and your you father have like a father. problematic relationship, obviously. Yeah. You have daddy okay. issues? But there's a lot of people that don't look like your father that might be Asian, that might be straight-up white people, that might be Ryan Hamilton. Why Jewish? There's plenty of people that don't know. look I like love, your father. I love a nerdy Jew. Well, that's I a compliment and an insult at the same time. I do. I don't know Jew. why. I love it. Good You're saying all one. Jews are nerds? Yeah. I know. I'm just that's, saying that's I love a nerdy stereotype. Jew. That's the stereotype. That's the stereotype. I said I love a nerdy Jew. I didn't say all Jews are nerds. So I'm curious about this daddy issues thing. I have a daughter. Do you do you see, uh, can you relate any daddy issues to your, to your sex life? Oh, for sure. Like what? Tell us. Uh, just... Well, actually, it's the unavailable person. So if you have an unavailable father, you're going to seek unavailable men and who, who match your father's personality. So if they're mean to you or if they're just always, like, unavailable, that's, that's what I attract. Uh, now like it's Matt, sad. Like that's not healthy? Yeah. That's not healthy. Yeah. Your no, dad not. is a doctor. Do- My father is a doctor, yes. Hey, 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 what sort of doctor? Obstetrics and gynecology. Oh, okay, wow. Um, and he's not Jewish. Not. Any, any, uh, any. He was, he was absent a lot. He was working all the time. Well, I was one of his um, side children. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I've heard about that right, in right, the black right. community. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's. I've heard about that phenomenon. But he's not. I never t- thought I'd see it in person. But he's a. Opti- <laughs> he's an obstetrician. He is. He is not uh, the stereotype of the black community. Uh, no. I, I, oh, actually, no. I actually know like three other people. It, uh, who are who are who, either are, are children of side children or found out that their father had a side child yeah. when he died. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really common. I, I would not be shocked if my father had one. Yeah, you know what? That certainly could have happened. Could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So no, do we want to uh, get back you to that You want to talk more about the show? I, I got something night. interesting on yeah, that ahead, show. Uh, Ryan has an interesting point about the show. Ryan, One, by the way, was quoted. Are you going to talk about the, how you were referred to? No. He was referred to as some guy. Somebody wrote something online like, I oh, went yeah, to Sarah last that. night and I saw Amy Schumer and David Hill and Gray. Oh, and some guy from Idaho. Right. And of course, you're taught, this is the some guy from Idaho that he well, was talking yeah, about. Well, yeah, there is that. Michelle Wolf sent me a, a, somebody on the internet just did a rundown of the show, like in a comment on a news story. And so I became the dude from Idaho, and that got a little traction online. But that's not what I was going to talk about. What I was going to talk about is that I've been talking about a couple of times being on that show on stage, and I bring up, I was, it, I just, it kind of comes up. And then uh, I talk, I go, do you know the story? And I would say three quarters of the audience knows what I'm talking about. You know, somebody. And then I go, I'm the guy that you didn't know on the show. <laughs> and they all go, and then they like me more, I feel like. I ah. feel, yeah. How do you like Ryan Hamilton more? Is the I, question. I think it was possible. I, I thought he's, well, like a, he's like at the maximum, I thought. Um, but it is true. I was at dinner with, a, with, a, with, a, with someone the other day, and uh, some girl, and she said, Oh, I heard about that show. And I said, Oh, really? You know about it? She said, Yeah, all my friends know about it too. Like, apparently, it, 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 we, it was on it the. got some penetration. Front page of the New York Times online. It was yeah. in the Wall Street Journal. It was on CNN. It was on, on Good Morning America. It was in the subways. It was. We it's had a Time Magazine. And that, Time Magazine. It was literally we, mil, mil, and that, millions. And that very night. Anytime you want to jump in. Sorry. <laughs> and that very night, by the way, that that happened, we were doing. The, we had the podcast that night. That very night, Dumb Noam was talking about, well, you know, I mean, things are good now, but they could change at any time, and the stand could catch up to us. Listen, so... Any, and, and that very night, he's got that to happened. that way. Thank he's you, got Keith. That's this what gives him his edge. Keith Robinson, no, he understands. He, no, true. but Noam obviously continued to be vigilant, but also Noam is, is unjustly paranoid. This club, you could do nothing at all. You have a 10-year lead on these other clubs. Well, and well, that's if you do nothing. If he thinks that, he'll lose that lead. Yeah. He's got to have he, some. He's got to believe that he's always. But he needs to have some confidence. He, I don't think he understands. confidence. He's, he has to. Well, the reality is. Let the, man, let the man say something. Go ahead, Keith. When you own a club, as I have done. No. When you, <laughs> when you own a club, you, you, you can't afford to relax on your Lord. you got to stay ahead of the game. you got to constantly think that okay who's my competition who's coming after me and that that keeps you where you should be at he's got to uh, think that everybody can catch on Noam is paranoid first of all my belief is that Noam has enough money anyway to last the rest of his life I don't know that for sure what difference does that make yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't I have to work uh, but what does that have to do with anything I just feel like you're a little too what, what Worry. Do you, what do you think? I think you can relax a bit. This is what this is. This Hang out. This, have a cocktail. This is how stupid you are. All right. <laughs> you, you think that what I'm yes. worried about is financial. But that's, that's what I thought. No, what I'm worried about is the humiliation of being second when I was first. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should uh, be. Uh, it's hard to wear the crown, right? Yeah, yeah I, Lord, I don't, uh, don't want Heavy is the king that heavy, wears the heavy crown. Heavy is the head. I, uh, uh, uneasy is the head that wears the head. Only because I looked that up recently. I don't want to flop. I don't want to be the guy who took yeah. it and flopped. You for, for any amount of money. Even if I made more money, by okay. I wouldn't want to do it. Fair you don't enough. know that? Fair enough. I know it now, and fair enough, and, and it makes perfect sense. But even given that, I think, you know, you're, 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 you're beating so senseless. I mean, at some point, it's like, if, it's almost as if, uh, who's it, like Floyd Mayweather? Is he, is he the big boxing guy? It's almost yeah. as if he's like, that Dan Adaman could, he could flat me at any moment. I got it. But he does think like that. That's why he well, stays but if, but in if, that gym. But, but, if, but if his competition together. were me... 
he wouldn't think that he would have a little bit of uh, more relaxed. No, I'm saying no, Norman, hand, the beating Norman's giving these other plays, the, the, the beating. And to keep doing that, you got to do it's it. It's such a beating. It's listen, never. I've never seen such a beating. Listen, that, that night. This is more than Coke versus RC Cola beating. That what? <laughs> that that was a Wednesday night, right? Was it Wednesday? This is night? like it was Wednesday night. Yeah. So, so I got word that this was going on. I was at the the Pussycat, yeah. and I didn't come over here. I I was so like because I I didn't even want to risk forcing them to have to deal. With me when I know they don't want to see me. Like if it's just Amy over here, whatever you know, we have, we know yeah. each other all the time. But among that, that you know, Olymp, uh, what is it, Mount Olympus uh, yeah. thing? I didn't even want to come in because I felt like that would just alter the the atmosphere a little bit, and then and they would have to pretend to be say, "Hi, how are you?" And Jerry Seinfeld. And so I, <laughs> that's it's like I just, that's how out of it and disconnected I am from it. I only care that it continues. I just wanted to be successful. I don't need any be involved in it. I don't need to. I think it is my belief. I think part of the problem is that a lot of the other club owners really do want to be chummy with famous people, uh-huh. and I think that yeah. that's a reason for them not to come. That's why. Uh, yes, he, I think right. so. He's right about that. I think that. so. They do, they they feel when they come here they're not going to be molested, at least not by Noam. If Chris Rock they walks might, in, and I and I've had some normal nice conversation with Chris Rock when it just happens spontaneously. But really, how are you? What do you want to drink? And that's it. I'll leave him alone. All right. That yeah. that's a good strategy. Yes. yes. And not and and so you don't have to come in. It's my belief that you could take the next ten years off, and this place would run reasonably well. Uh, and what no, would I do, Dan? Uh, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm what? not saying you should. I'm saying that's. I'm right. saying this is not what we should no. be talking about. Okay. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> it's oh. Dan. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> come on, Dan. Daddy. Let's but, talk about uh, somebody's uh, sex life. I think <laughs> well, do you want it? To, it always goes there, doesn't well, it? Well, Trump. I'm trying uh, to think what we want to talk about. Me. Something with Trump, who just recently uh, came out in favor of, or not uh, in favor. I, I of, will say something to the, to the, to the uh, uh, that uh, is perhaps racially uh, controversial. Trump got a lot of um, flack for for referring to the carnage in, in the, Chicago. Chicago. In, in Chicago, in his. Oh yeah, uh, you're from Chicago, aren't you? I am not. Okay. No. Uh, uh, in in his uh, in inaugural in his inaugural speech, and I was thinking that if white people were being shot in Chicago. At the percentage that black people are being shot, white people would be fucking up in arms, and they and nobody would think twice about calling it carnage. Or even if it was black people being shot by white people at that kind of number, everybody would be calling it carnage. It was I like right. when when I hear about thousands of people being shot, I'm like, why are we not reacting to this? Why would to the enormity of this is thousands of people, people being shot in one community? That's like carnage. That. I mean, they why, are. Why can't he call it carnage? That, Pe- that to me is a. Who's, who complained about it? The entire see, world of America. People were upset about it. People were doing marching. They, they, they were doing all that. Crying, marching, whatever, before Trump. But when they hear that, they hear super Richard predators. Nixon. They hear super they predators. They hear uh, uh, Reagan. They hear even. Uh, Bill Clinton. You know, it's because we know what's coming after that. Law and order. Well, Make it a police well, not state. Only that, but arrest black people more. Isn't it very touchy when a white man comments on what goes on in the black community? It's it, no. he's basically saying black people are the subtext is is that they're a violent community. Uh, can can I can I answer yeah. both things? First of all, I know I know what Keith is saying, and I think that's a a an association that the mind makes, but if you think about it more carefully, when Richard Nixon was talking about law and order, 
iffy to the extent that it was a racial thing. He was talking about white people being threatened by minorities, and he was playing the race card. Yeah. This was Trump talking about black people, the same human thing. beings, citizens being murdered in an in, a, in, a, in an unprecedented no, 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 don't you under, don't and you care. understand and i want my president to care right, about that no. and talk about it don't right. you really think he cares though yeah, that's I do, my I do, thing i, do. I don't but, know but, but, but i mean i can't read his mind don't no. you understand I'm, I'm no big trump i think trump is unhinged in in, in many ways but I'm not ready to say he doesn't I, care about that. I, I'm, no, I'm. Why I'm would he bring it up? I'm gonna tell you what it is. He didn't, he didn't gain from it. We've heard it before. We've been through it before, and we black people have been fooled by before. Yes. We took to like, yeah, let's do that, and then all those consequences is there. It's right there. You, it's, history tells us. Everything we need so to know. So it's, it's not the word carnage. It's simply that he shouldn't talk about it at all. Well, also, no. because carnage is a trigger. Because what he was saying, it's like a trigger word with, like, rape victims have trigger words. If you say something like carnage, that gets people tense. Okay, but as from. comedians, we don't like trigger word nonsense. Don't, do we? don't I mean, you think he, that... He's describing no, a, a, a... He was... I. The way I heard it, he was describing a situation. And I talked about this on with, with Baratunde. A situation of a... a, a a group of people, many of them are children and, and uh, sick people getting shot, in, who are being knocked off like flies, and America is doing nothing about it. And we need to do something about it. Nobody is speaking for these thousands of people in Chicago who are getting killed. What is uh, Trump going to do about it? I don't know. He's going to send in the feds. Yeah, state. I, 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 I don't, you understand? I, yes, I do understand. I'm just saying that I didn't see anything... If he, if he suggested a policy, which you could argue to me, this is not a good policy, I'd say, yeah, you're right. But the idea of describing it as carnage. Carnage, he's saying that for a reason. To set up the how next could, move. How would you describe if he, if he shouldn't talk about it, then say he shouldn't. Talk. If he is going to talk about it, can he not talk about it as something but, but, but horrible and urgent? But, I just think it's piggybacking on everything he said during his election and campaigning at the RNC when he was talking about how black people just live in these communities that are so ridiculously fraught with all of this violence. And it's like, Can I yeah. tell you a story about that? I, this really yeah. happened. I, I don't want to say who it was, but I was at the bar here watching Trump's inaugural, I mean, uh, convention speech yeah. with a black guy. And Trump was saying that thing about, he says, what have you got to lose? Remember that he says, what have you got to lose? Yes. And the black guy was sitting was like, yeah, you know, he, he, makes, like, he was like, he, he, was, he received it sympathetically. Two weeks later, that black guy was on Facebook just blasting Trump for that very same part. I'm like, motherfucker, I was standing next to you right. when you received it without having heard how you were supposed to receive it, how, how it got spun, and, and you received it in a, well, in a, in a positive maybe way. Maybe somebody brightened but once them up. they got to you, 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 you turned on. And, and I was thinking, like, yeah, if I was in Baltimore with all the— Everything going bad in Baltimore after 50 years, 50 years of one-party rule in the state and the city. And I say, what the fuck? Why would I think another four years is going to be good for me? What Wait the fuck minute. do I have to lose? How Wait much worse could the Republicans be than the last 50 years? But Republicans, look, it, it's not, a not crazy about Republicans. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. But you gotta, you got to see it from the perspective of history. Yeah. We know in history what we had to lose. 
No, but Trump, Trump is, is, you know, has been a Democrat most of his life. Trump's uh, no, uh, Trump don't know what he white is. White Southerner. But it's still, Trump's not uh, still a Mormon the, from no, Idaho. But it's still the Central Park Five, that shit. But Trump no, wants... No, no. Trump's not from a religion that only let black people in uh, the day before yesterday. But Look, oh, no, Trump... Sorry. How do I get drunk uh, into this? Uh, no, not you. <laughs> I think that Trump is getting most of his stuff from Richard Nixon. I'm the president of law and order. And, you know, we've just seen it before. And we've seen Wrangle fall for it. We've seen our leaders fall for this. Sammy Davis. Everybody falls for it. He voted for Nixon. And we, you know, and we go to jail. We go to jail in droves and droves and droves Keith and went to jail, you know what? He was drunk driving the wrong way down a one-way street, and he told the cop to go fuck himself. This year. Yeah. No, <laughs> everybody knows that. So I'm proud of you. <laughs> I come from a long line of cop fighters in my family. Yes. I heard about your mama. family thing. You know, but... Can I have a, a, you know, a, a French that, That's what it is. But Trump really, he, I'm telling you, he's a dangerous dude. And he's going to be dangerous for a lot of people. Yeah, he doesn't have a leg to stand on with minorities. That's the problem, especially you black know, people. But he, I, I, he does not have a leg to stand on Isn't there something that... So everything he says is going to piss us off. Oh, well, the tone, the tone of the whole speech, and I think Carnage added to this, is that nothing was great ever. And yeah. that there's... Setting himself up to be that guy. Right. Like, That's ego-driven. I felt like... Carnage contributed right. to that tone that nothing yeah. that everything's worse than it actually is. Yeah, it's like being black in America. He's like, right. you're, you're terrible. You have nothing to lose. It's the under. It's is what's it, he saying underneath? Isn't it? just the idea of a white guy talking about violence in the black community in and of itself no. enough to 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 put make people uneasy? Yes, it is. Unfortunately, but fuck that. Uh, why, 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 well, can't, I, why can't why can't an American talk about other Americans no, no, no. in trouble? It's not it's not that it's Trump talking about that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying that, he, that's what, what Dan just said about the, Trump the, the very whiteness so, of it. Look, this guy is the most insecure, egotistical uh, guy I've ever seen. It's like wow, you're Robert seventy Kelly? years old. I'm besides <laughs> Robert Kelly. <laughs> no, you you're a seventy year old billionaire. And you're worried about crowd size. Yeah. That's that's psychotic yeah, you, to now me. You, now yeah. Listen, on, on this aspect of Trump, and if Dan will tell you he follows my Facebook, this is the one thing I've identified about Trump from, from day one. <laughs> no, day th one. This is the real issue with Trump is that he's unhinged on anything that impinges on his ego or right. his, you know, yeah. to, to the point of, of a disconnect from the truth. And like I couldn't have a manager in the olive tree like that. It's a serious yeah. theory, and, yeah. if, and in foreign affairs, it scares the but shit out of me. What I say, it, what, what, it's I, what, bad. I, what I don't agree is that 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 you can jump from that to his bad intentions towards no. this person or that person. I, I think that I don't think Trump actually. I, I think Trump is actually much more concerned about a lot of things than you give him credit for. Trump was. No. Uh, made it very clear nobody's to lose their health insurance. This was reported. I, I think that if you if you want to make him one dimensional, God couldn't even answer that. If you want to make him one dimensionally evil, you're going to be guilty uh, of I, uh, over uh, of overestimating his evilness. I, no, I think his ego is the biggest problem. That is the huge when problem. It, and when his he, lack of, lack of when respect he was saying carnage and I and I and I alone, he's setting it up. I'm yes. the only these other guys, you have all these presidents in there. You have Bush, uh, this one, that one, that and he's 
He's the guy. Listen, you think you think we should build infrastructure infrastructure in this country? They no, want, no, no, loves infrastructure. They, they've boy. been trying to do okay. that. Right now, let me loves tell you. Let me, let me tell you the, tell you the ugly irony of a Trump. <laughs> if Hillary Clinton had won, and she proposed exactly the same infrastructure package yes. that Trump is going to propose, she would never get it through. The Republicans would, no. would filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. Trump will be able to get it through. Well, that's another. So, it's so, another so issue. So from a very okay. uh, practical. You know, without getting, without unpartisan, like, this guy has a latitude to accomplish things which Hillary would have never had. And if he chooses to use that latitude to build infrastructure, we're going to benefit from that. Well, if, he, if he uses that latitude to fix Obamacare in a way that the pharmaceutical lobbies and all the lobbies that ruined Obamacare when Obama was trying to get through, uh, then there there are possible benefits from this guy, and there's tremendous risks from this guy. No, I'm, but to view uh, anything as one-dimensional no, is almost always you look foolish looking back no, on it no 10 years later. No, is a believer that any infrastructure is good. Not, I'm, I'm not making, I'm not, I'm not advocating infrastructure. Well, we I'm, don't making need a point. A damn wall. I'm making no, the I'm point. No one more bridges. I'm making. No, you're, you're missing my well, point. But you, you're talking about you want more bridges. No, you said that. Yeah, my point is that partisan. But you have said you want more bridges. Partisan politics right. being what it is, one party I understand. will automatically oppose the other party. I, I, but now I'm getting to another topic, which is your obsession with infrastructure. I don't like sitting in fucking traffic trying to get home from Jersey. <laughs> it should be a fucking bridge. In the 30s, they would have built another bridge. Listen. Blame Chris Christie for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and social well, mobility. You know, you can build more highways and bridges till the cows come home, but, you know, there's, there, there's other considerations. There's considerations of cost. There's considerations of inviting more cars on the road, environmental considerations. Can we get Laster back here? Laster will... will I got to go. I got to spot. Ryan's All right. Go so well, go ahead. As, as, as last sort of come back? I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a uh, open and shut case that we need more bridges. So uh, what what did you guys talk about at the at Blue at Ribbon? The Blue Ribbon. All right, we're getting <laughs> off. They didn't talk about bridges, I assume, but maybe they no, did. No, no, no. Uh, it's, did you, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did somebody say something which you said to yourself, wow, I can't ever repeat this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. I, I, I don't like... <laughs> what, Oh, go ahead. What, what, what was it? Well, just as the baby of the situation, I just feel like there's most of the stuff I can't really mention. The fact that I mentioned that they, where the dinner was, I feel like that's going to come back to me. But um, just hearing them talk, I mean, it's a comics conversation. So it's the same conversation we have at the tables back here. We talk about other comics. We talk about what's funny. They were talking about going to meet Trump for a meeting, things like that. Politics were discussed. Oh, Amy is uh, dating you know, Ch Chuck Schumer's cousin. Yes. So she might yes. have some inside information even go about Trump. Go Chuck Schumer. I, I, I will say that I don't enjoy when, when, you know, they come here and they all sit at the table. I'm almost never at that table because to me it's not a real conversation that I'm having. It's, it's them holding court and I don't feel like I have the right to just have a normal conversation and so I'd just rather not involve myself at all. Oh, yeah. you know? It's a regular conversation. Well, it is, but it's After. a regular conversation that I that will I not feel comfortable, here, yeah. you know, uh, interjecting into and that I would be looked at as something lesser, so I just would rather uh, well, not involve myself. I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> Trust that. I didn't feel comfortable, but... Let me ask there. you this. Did you notice if certain people were concerned about putting you at ease and if certain people were not concerned about putting you at ease? I always noticed that. I noticed and, and, that And did you, 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 you detect a differential at that oh, table? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I detect that when I just walk in here after only being passed for a couple of months and sitting down at the table, so... Like, let me, let me, like Chappelle 
ha- he has like the the most kind aura He's about him. Sweetest, of yeah. almost any human being. <laughs> Neil Brennan just walked in. I'll talk about Chappelle. Uh, about uh, uh, and and. He's just like he can almost make you forget that he's, he really you know, does. maybe the most important comic of the of the of the you know last twenty years. He, he's he's he's, a, he's an, and that's just he the really way he does. always was. Yeah, he and he's still like that, and he just calms your spirit. And he's a very much a people person, so he likes to talk about you rather than him. So he's always made me feel at ease of being in his presence. And, and he remembers. Him. He came he in one time whenever everything. it was when my daughter was born, and then he came in a year later and says, "How's your daughter?" Yeah, he I'm like, questions. I can't remember people who were like he like, yeah. a year, like he remembers. He's, he's brilliant. John Laster. John Laster is back, everybody. He's been hard work at MCing, <laughs> which is something I used to do, but no Switch longer to him do. While I be. Okay. Wait, you have uh, to go. Bathroom. Julia has to go to the bathroom. We're back with John Laster. How's the show going, John? Phenomenal. Any special guest? It's not uh, quite not, the not tonight. All the guests here are special. Well, the show is always good, anyway. Yes. But you know, um, there's a bit, there's an excitement and a buzz when you know a big. Uh, what, without question. I mean, you got to think, man. You know, you get on a plane, man. You come to New York, and um, and you walk into this joint. You know, after hearing the stuff that you hear, anytime you get a special guest. Not to mention, if you're from most of America, like that's a huge deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I, you know what? I take that back. Even if you're a New Yorker, like, where do you walk in someplace for a damn fourteen dollars and see a household name? Oh, we took care of that. It's fifteen now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I want to know is, what I would like to know is, now, Noam, do you do anything? You don't do any, um, or do you on the on the website? Do you ask people how did you find out about the Comedy Cellar? Because I'm always we, interested. We, we do, but I haven't looked at it. In a I long don't. Time. I'm always. I'm just sort of interested in knowing why people are down there. I mean, every single night, show after show after show, these rooms are full. And, yes. And and what's what do you think accounts for that? I mean, how much of it is that there's word of mouth? And oh, you know, guess who? Uh, Seinfeld might stop by, or Amy Schumer it, might stop 100% by. 100 percent is word of mouth, and it's. I mean, if you want to include uh, social media as word of mouth, which I think. It Technically, is, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's 100 percent word of mouth. We don't advertise. Wow, that's okay. So, but people from like the, the middle of the country. I mean, they're hearing about it from their friends from Ohio that were here in New York and when. When I had the Cafe Wa, this is you know, twenty years ago, and I was at my heyday there. There was no social media, there was no advertising, and we were packed every night with line to get in, and that was just word of mouth throughout the world. Well, well, you know what the other thing though too is. I also know that once you touch down in New York, if you ask someone. Hey, I want to see a comedy show. Where do I go? You know what I mean. The first thing out of their mouth is going to be like, "Hey, you got to go down to the Comedy Cellar." If I if I ask twenty random people in New York, have you ever heard of the Comedy Cellar? How many do you think uh, would say they've heard after it? after last week? A lot more. I don't know. Probably half. And half's an enormous amount. Yeah, I'm, I mean, as as New York institutions go, we're getting there. We're kind of getting into like the Peter Luger type. Oh, what do you mean getting? Like, I, I think if someone says, hey, I'm going to a comedy show. If someone says, hey, I want to go to a comedy show. I think that more than half would say you got to go to the cellar. People who are into comedy, but I still think more people have heard of Caroline's probably. I don't know. I don't care. I, I do want to ask you this before we're just about out of time. Well, okay. But shouldn't How- you care because... You know, we're, we're looking at it, you're, you, as you had said earlier, you want to stay vigilant. You don't want to rest on your laurels. And so whatever's working, you want to focus on that. There's, so, no, there's nothing I can do. The, the, the only thing I can focus on is making sure that the experience of the customer who comes here 
is such that they want to come back. That, that, that's, that's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else. They have, Definitely to, have, they have that. to feel that the show is good, that we didn't gouge them. And we don't. And we don't, we don't charge $8 for a Coke. And we don't charge $16. We charge regular bar prices for our drinks. And the cover charge is, is reasonable. And we don't charge a fee for tickets. Like, you know, they always charge like a $5 fee on top of your ticket fee. We don't charge any fee. Yeah. We do everything uh, in, in a way that, that, that is intended to be around for a long time. And, and also make sure works. that chicken is, is, is cooked appropriately. That's, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'll ask you this. Well, because it's not, it's sometimes the it's not. The cutlet? The cutlet? I don't, oh, no, I don't, the chicken look, cutlet I don't, is amazing. I don't amazing. love the cutlet, but reasonable, reasonable minds can differ on the cutlet. The cutlet is awesome. The cutlet's awesome. How? As far as the burger is concerned, we can all agree that that's great. The steak is amazing. How the steak, it's a good steak. competitive do you think that group of comedians is with each other when they're either socializing at the table or seeing each other like uh, going on serially in, in the same show. You think it fucks with them? I think personally that Dave and Chris had a little bit of a back and forth with their Netflix deals. That's just my personal opinion on yeah. it. I think, I think Chris got his deal that Dave was like, ha ha. Like, I really feel like it was like a cute little... Just fun. Didn't they basically get the same deal, twenty million per hour? Yeah, yeah well, Dave yeah. got three of yeah. those twenty million. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot with, of with fucking money. With two in the can already. They, uh, they paid him forty million for two. He already did. For two already, and then another twenty for one, and and Chris has to do two. Yeah. Chris was joking about that in the yeah. hallway, too. He said, you taking up all the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they fuck with each other with that. So that's one of the things I can say, that they kind of mess with each other with that. Yeah. Like, I, I mean... I see in another context, like comedians try to go up there with Dave Attell. You've seen it, so they. Oh yeah. And nobody, even fan, nobody can hang with Dave Attell. No, no, like, no. He is he's like a the, the, one of these uh, Wild West sharpshooters, you know, like quick. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse James, I mean, and Chappelle is kind of like that too. Yeah. I would not, no matter. I would none of. The, I would not want to have to go on stage and spar with Chappelle. What Chris was Steven what was what was that. Kilmer's name in uh, in Tombstone? Oh, I don't remember. remember? Oh, uh, I'll be Holiday. Yeah, Doc Holiday. I'll be Doc your Huckleberry. Holiday. That's yeah. that's Dave Attell standing yeah. there with the gun whistling like, go ahead, <laughs> pull, pull your shit out. Because Chappelle, in my estimation, doesn't even need to be funny. No. And almost nobody has that. He can just talk about anything. He just, he just yeah. be up there and smile and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, this is great. And that's a gift. Yeah. Right? He yeah. doesn't have to be funny to do what? To for. To be compelling. Yeah, to be exactly exactly the word. To be compelling. The other guys, they have to have they have to hit with some kind of joke. Other people say, "What's with this guy?" Oh, I saw him. He's well, kind of disappointing. I don't Chappelle know just get up there and shoot the shit. And people you're talking about Chappelle. Oh, I thought you were talking about Attell. No, no, Attell's it. No, Dave, Dave, I'm talking about Dave Chappelle. Like, Chappelle. like to go up there against Dave Chappelle, or w not against, with Dave Chappelle, well, is, is tough because you need to be funny. Well, Chappelle doesn't. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know that. The, I think Chappelle is comfortable not being funny. I think that I'm comfortable not being. I think that I think that Chris Rock. I think anybody with an interesting perspective and point of view could be interesting. You have to have the balls to do it. You have to have the balls to go on stage, and Cojones, and, and, and and not get a laugh every two seconds. And I think that that's a big issue. Certainly, I think, you know, most no, of us. Don't get me wrong. What Chris has, you kind of hit on this. What other people don't have. I mean, everybody has their thing. I describe what I think Chappelle has. Chris has this amazing like. Almost, you know, a full philosophical insight into the world and premises. Although Chappelle kind of has a little of that too. He, he keeps it, it; it's more subtle when it comes out of Chappelle. Yeah. But Chris is a deep thinker, you know, and people are do find that compelling. But 
it's 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 I don't know the dynamic of two different people up there together is always interesting to me. Like Jeff Ross and and uh, David Tell go on there together, and it's it's interesting to to see. Yeah. Yeah. Chris and Dave uh, ended that night together. Together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tell's improv, yeah, is off the charts, but Dave Chappelle is unbelievably comfortable in his own skin. Yes. Unbelievably comfortable. Yeah. And and like I said, you know, and that and that's compelling, that someone can stand there. I've I've. I've probably only seen one other person who I've seen that could just could stand there like a quarterback in the pocket like that and his feet aren't moving the whole time. And uh, and um, Ted Alexandro. I was just going to say, Ted Alexandro yeah. is like, that's amazing. I, I was yeah. literally going to say Ted Alexandro. I mean, Alexandro. just nerves of steel, you know? Very relaxed right Yeah, there. yeah. My feet are always dancing in the pocket. Those two can stand there yeah. and, and pick their and pick their targets. Yeah. At their at their will. Yeah. Not dependent yeah. on audience reaction. Yeah, and you just all. and you stand there and stare at it like this guy's not nervous, you know. You know, it's I think compelling. I think you're born with that. Yeah. I I I think I I, I we got to go. Well, but. I don't know. Maybe it's just they weren't uh, they were given uh, a certain confidence as children growing up. Uh, they didn't feel the guy always you know uh, felt insecure growing up, and it translates uh, into uh, being on stage and feeling if I don't get a laugh every two seconds. You know, there's going to be a riot. They're going to start walking out. I, I remember hearing that the the astronauts that went up with with John Glenn during that the right stuff stuff. They, they you know they NASA hooks you up to uh, EKG medical yeah all, all your vital signs are monitored. And apparently the other two astronauts, their pulse rate elevated, their everything they're measuring. And John Glenn showed almost no signs of anything even during liftoff. Yeah. And they attributed it just to his kind of his his way he is. Things just didn't affect him in the same way. He was just naturally calm. Yeah. I mean, and we see that in personality types, you know, I don't you see, and, 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 I see it in my and, kids. And looking calm and your EKG sitting there like that is two different things. That yes. means right. that guy was like, let's Actually do this. Actually calm. Yeah, I'm oh, ready. I, let's I, do this. I think Ted Alexandro and Dave Chappelle's EKG. Calm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know who, and, and you know who else is EKG? I hate to admit it. Ray Allen. <laughs> Ray Allen. Yes, probably so. Yeah, I, some people don't get phased. He does and not I, get phased. He, and, and he should be phased. <laughs> well, I've, he should I've be seen more him up concerned. there. He should be phased. <laughs> well, like, Ray, run for it. <laughs> it's not working you know, out, brother. A, a little panic might suit you well right now. <laughs> well, I'm at the opposite end of that spectrum. I'm, I'm. Yeah, you, you, you'd be better. I see you. Sometimes one little thing will will throw you off your 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 yeah, groove. you know, and you never recover. That 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 is true, and um, I I really shouldn't be doing this for a living. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, when it all goes well, I, I do well, but I, it's just it's um, this is why I don't like going on the road. I don't like doing. I I I, I was never. I always thought that I'd do this for a few years and get a sitcom. This is what was happening when I started. You know, for some people, I I saw I've, I saw like you know Roseanne Barr. I was like, oh yeah, I could do be that funny, and then I'll just get a sitcom, and that'll be it. Who knew that after 25 years, I'd still be you know pounding it out. Um, By the way, I didn't say anything that I need to remove about anybody famous t tonight. Not about I? anybody famous, but Ray Allen. <laughs> no, Ray Allen no. took a bit of a beating. <laughs> I think you owe Ray Allen an apology. <laughs> <laughs> they have the show in Aruba. I don't think so. <laughs> well, it's the, they have the internet in Aruba. Sure. Uh, all right, uh, that's it. Um, so uh, th thank you guys very much for coming, Dan. Do you, do you, want, do you guys want to go around and give your Twitter stuff and whatever? Now I, I I think Twitter is Twitter still is that still a thing? I mean, people, uh, the president loves it. The yeah. president does love it, but I'm saying I've noticed that when I tweet something really really good, it doesn't get the same retweets that it used to get. I think there's less 
Also, it never got that many anyway. A- activity. I'm on Instagram. I don't think you can Are build you a following. Are you on Instagram? I am on Insta, as the kids call it. They call it Insta, right? Insta. Is I am maybe too old to stay Insta, on Insta. Yeah, there are, yeah, there are pictures from that night on Instagram. Yeah. My, I, my Instagram is he was funny. Yeah. He uh, was funny. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a... Uh, my Instagram need not concern anyone because uh, I don't see it as a way for me to... To, to get a following. My stuff is kind of <laughs> the only stuff on there because you can't take pictures in there. That's why um, a lot of right. them were just, um, they were screenshotting my Instagram and just yeah. using them in those early articles because that was really the, their only um, their only glimpse inside. Can yeah. you believe that not one fucking person snuck a recording of any kind of that show? Well, that's a testament to your security. Hell yeah. Because I, they don't fuck around. Yeah. I would have I would have found a way to put my phone on. Yeah. Yeah, no. This first guy, man, you guys are going to recognize from the Colbert show, man. If you give him a lot of energy, he'll give it right back to you. You guys ready for the first comedian? Say hell yeah. You got to do better than that. Say hell yeah. And make a lot of noise for Mr. Ryan Hamilton! This next guy's a goddamn crowd favorite at the Comedy Cellar. Give it up for Mr. Dave Attell! Please, no cameras, no photography, man. We'll have a good time. We'll continue to have a good time, man. I promise you that, man. If you guys are having a good time, say hell yeah. You gotta do better than that, man. Say hell yeah! Give it up, man, for the legend, Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry motherfucking Seinfeld. Bet you didn't know you was going to get that for no goddamn $14. Fucking $14? Get the fuck out of here. And then I'm up here trying to tell y'all, I'm up here trying to tell y'all not to take pictures, and Jerry was like, fuck him. You can take pictures? Right? That was fucked up. I'm like, man, the management told me that. I'm trying to keep my $100 job, man. Fuck out of here. Jerry up here with that nice ass blazer on and a billion dollars. Motherfucker, I need, I need my hundred dollars, man. Fuck you. I'm doing what I was told. Fuck your rich ass, Jerry. Shit. You leaving on a jet tonight, motherfucker. I'm getting out of here on the boom boom. Next stop, Brooklyn. I'm leaving on the boom boom. All joking aside, I need to reiterate, I know Jerry was cool with it, but um, everybody's not, so please, please, please do me a favor. No cameras, no video. Could you guys do that for me? Could you guys do that for me? Thank you, man. You guys ready for the next comedian? I'm telling you, we got a hell of a ride, man. Say hell yeah. You gotta do better than that. Say hell yeah. Give it up for Miss Amy Schumer. Fourteen fucking dollars. 
is this the best $14 ever or what, motherfucker? <laughs> that motherfucker said, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, well, keep that up, man. You guys ready, man? We're going to keep this rolling. I'm not going to get in the way of this great show, man. You guys ready for your next comedian? Say hell yeah. No cameras, no video, no cameras, no video. You ready for the next comedian? Say hell yeah. Give it up. For one of the greatest of all time, Mr. Chris Rock. I'm about to bring up the last comedian, man. Are you guys, are we having a good time in this motherfucker? You having a good time? You guys ready for the last comedian, man? Say hell yeah. You guys can do better than that after all that. Say hell yeah! Give it up for one of the greatest of all time, Mr. Dave Chappelle. Okay, we gotta go. Uh, Our, your Instagram. Instagram and Twitter, Joyelle Nicole, J-O-Y-E-L-L-A. And I see you all Okay, thank you very much, everybody. Good night. <laughs>